What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Mission Driven Made podcast. This is your host and founder of the Mission Driven Made movement and brand, Jacob Straub. And if you're new today, first of all, welcome. We're really excited that you're here. And what we do here at Mission Driven Made is equip and empower you to lead a high achieving and mission driven life. So thanks for being here. We are excited that you are tuning in for the first time. Now, for those of you that have been tuning in since uh, day one, you might be wondering, where is my guest today? Why am I by myself? Uh, today uh, is going to be a little bit different. I wanted to do something uh, a little special um, to celebrate the 50 episodes so far that we've launched since starting Mission Driven Made um, earlier in the year. So first of all, everyone, thank you so much for the support so far. And I know we have a long way to go. There's so many plans and improvements and things that I want to do in the future to bring more value to all of you. But I wanted to take a moment and say thank you so much for being part of this community so far and supporting this brand even by just listening to the podcast. So you guys are awesome. And again, thank you so much. And I thought today what we can do before I get into the main topic is share what I've learned so far in the process. Now, normally when you are listening to a certain entrepreneur, business person, whatever it is, you normally get advice or hear, maybe not advice, but get perspective for someone that's been doing it a very long time, which makes perfect sense. You don't normally hear the perspective of someone that's new like myself. So I thought it'd just be interesting if I could share this with you guys, what I've learned so far about being a new entrepreneur, a new business owner, and what it feels like to grow a brand, especially in the very beginning. And for me, I didn't really have too many friends that were entrepreneurs, just a couple, uh, to be honest. I didn't have really connections uh, in that whole realm and didn't have any special skills or talent or anything like that uh, to start. So for those of you that are looking to start your own business or brand or just get into entrepreneurship, this is my perspective and what it's been like for me and possibly could kind of help you uh, as well if you are brand new. So the first thing that I've learned so far with having a brand, having a podcast is the amount of work that goes on behind the scenes is, I don't want to say more than I expected, but I just hadn't experienced it yet. So I didn't truly know. I knew it was going to be a lot. I knew it was going to be time consuming. I knew I'd have to put a lot of effort and dedicate hours into this, but I didn't fully have a grasp or understanding until I actually started. Now, to give you an example, especially when I was brand, brand new at this, to record a podcast and edit it and just create, that would take at least half a day, sometimes more. Now, for those of you, if you have your own podcast, you might be laughing at me thinking, why would it take so long? But I was brand new to this and had zero experience in this whole field. So it would take me you know, four or five hours to produce something that could be, I don't know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes or an hour top. So it'd take me uh, that long. And realizing how long it was taking me, especially in the beginning, uh, what I started to do, which was uh, probably a huge mistake, is I would look at other creators or entrepreneurs 
that are in a similar space or niche that I am, see how far along they are and start kind of obsessively comparing myself to them. And to the point, I would start to tell myself, you know, they're probably just lucky. They didn't have to go through this to get to where they are. I would start telling myself those lies, like they didn't have to go through what I did to get to their level of success, that it was maybe just because they knew people already, or they had a massive following before they started. And this was simply just not true. I am confident in saying that over 90% of successful entrepreneurs out there did it through consistency, through grit, and just through hard work over time. It wasn't just because they got lucky or had something handed to them. So that was a huge mistake that I started making, especially in the beginning, looking at the successful person and telling myself that they didn't have to go through all of this like I am right now to get to where they are. That's just absolutely not true. Now, I know we all say it's bad to compare ourselves to others, but I disagree, at least to some point. I think there's a balance to be said to do that. So for example, some of the people that I look up to, whether it's a mentor or someone else that's just successful that's in my space, I think it's good to look to them to get ideas, to get a deeper understanding of your craft, and just to not have the mentality like you have to completely reinvent the wheel. It's, I think it's great, but when we compare ourselves to the point where it takes us backwards, that's when it's a little bit too far. So it's not terrible to compare yourself to others if you do it with the healthy dose. If we do it too much, I feel as though it can be detrimental. So that's the first thing I learned. And point number two with what I learned. And as with most things, if you want success, there's a long-term commitment that's needed. And this is true. Again, I'm going to say this with confidence with over 90% of people, it's so rare that someone is an overnight success and doesn't truly have to put the work in. So again, with this, going into starting my own brand, I knew that it was going to take a long-term commitment. I was pretty convinced of this. I had the knowledge of that, but I didn't have the actual hands-on experience with feeling having to commit to something that's brand new like this and for the long term, at least in the entrepreneur space. And something I've never talked about, I'm surprised I haven't brought this up with you guys yet, but I despise, absolutely despise clickbait or anything that we see online that says something along the lines of, oh, get ripped in 30 days or get rich in two months or, you know, where I'm going with this. I, I don't like how sleazy that is. I don't know if that's the right word. I truly believe for most people, there's no shortcuts and it's going to have to be a long-term commitment uh, of grit and consistency to be successful with something. I can't stand <laughs> the clickbait, uh, especially I would say in the fitness industry, that's probably where it's the worst. Uh, just telling you that it's going to be easy. It's not going to require effort. And you can make it happen really fast. I despise that. So that was kind of point number two uh, that I learned. And point number three for me with this process is the need to be resilient. 
you have to get to a point where you can just take them on the chin over and over. Now, let me give you an example. So for me, being a new brand owner and business owner and having my own podcast. So when I inquire or reach out to people to try to have them on my show, if it's someone that I don't personally know, on average, it will take about 20 to 30 inquiries to get one person to agree and say yes to be on the show. So that that could be, depending, that could be four to eight hours of work, maybe even more, depending on the day, just to get someone to agree to be on the show. Now, you might think that number sounds kind of crazy. And for sure, if you're a very known podcaster that's very successful, it's not going to take you 30 inquiries to get someone on your show. So this is just from my perspective of being new. So 20 to 30 inquiries with people to get one person to see us. Now, if we look at that a little bit further, this is even after I schedule them and am ready to go and ready to have them on my show. Now, one out of every three, maybe four, ghosts me and doesn't show up to be on the podcast. And that's, a, I would say, a pretty <laughs> fair, accurate uh, estimation there. So one out of three or four won't show up for the podcast. And this is after, you know, I've scheduled them, we've talked, and they've agreed, don't show up. So the point I'm trying to make here is for you to realize and for me to realize the need to be resilient, not just, you know, having a podcast or with your business, but in life in general. So I think it's important that we obsess over what we can control and improve on and do our absolute best to let go of the rest. So for me, what I could have done better is start really trying to figure out why people weren't showing up. Is it a scheduling issue? Is it something else? Whatever it is, what can I do to improve upon the amount of people actually showing up and following through uh, to be on the show? So there's a, a few things that I thought of and started to implement, but just something uh, to keep in mind there. Resilience is going to take you a long way. And if you go into something, if you go into a new endeavor with the mindset of I'm going to be resilient no matter what, it's going to take you a very long way. So again, everyone, thank you so much for the support. Thank you so much for being part of this, this action-oriented movement um, the last a handful of months here. So with that being said, let's get into today's topic, and it is called The Breakthrough. Really excited to talk about this. I know I, I probably always say that to you guys, but I'm I'm really excited to talk about this a little bit more. I feel like so many of us can relate to this. And just last night, I had an awesome conversation with my older sister, uh, who is the founder of Anxious Female. She's doing great things over there. So if you guys haven't checked her out on her Instagram page, which is Anxious Female. So yeah, we had a talk for a couple hours about this very specifically. And it, it seems like we all have or want, you know, that big moment in our life, that breakthrough. And like we're trying so hard to get there and just have our moment. But at the same time, we so easily, we have all these goals and ambitions but it doesn't seem like they come into fruition, at least not completely. We feel like we give all this effort and then we kind of give up. And this can be 
across a bunch of different areas of our life. So what I'm going to do to give you guys uh, the best picture or analogy possible, I'm going to read about a page or so from James Clear's book, uh, Atomic Habits. And I want to do this mainly because I don't want to screw it up with explaining this analogy because he does it so perfectly. So I'm going to, oh, excuse me. So I'm going to read from it and kind of go over my thoughts after about what I think. So Atomic Habits by James Clear. If you guys haven't read this book already, I highly recommend it. It's one of my favorite books. James Clear is so humble. He's so articulate and he's helping thousands of people. I mean, anyone from an everyday normal type of person to professional athletes and sports teams, teaching people the importance of small habits uh, to achieve success over time. So here we go. Here is just over a page from James Clear's book, Atomic Habits. What progress is really like. Imagine you have an ice cube sitting on the table in front of you. The room is cold and you can see your breath. It is currently 25 degrees. Ever so slowly, the room begins to heat up. 26 degrees, 27, 28. The ice cube is still sitting on the table in front of you. 29 degrees, 30, 31. Still, nothing has happened. Then, 32 degrees, the ice begins to melt. A one degree shift, seemingly no different from the temperature increases before it, but has unlocked a huge change. Breakthrough moments are often the result of many previous actions, which build up the potential required to unleash a major change. This pattern shows up everywhere. Cancer spends 80% of its life undetectable, then takes over the body in just months. Bamboo can barely be seen for the first five years as it builds its root systems underground before exploding 90 feet into the air within six weeks. Similarly, habits often appear to make no difference until you cross a critical threshold and unlock a new level of performance. In the early and middle stages of any quest, there's often a valley of disappointment. You expect to make progress in a linear fashion, and it's frustrating how ineffective changes can seem during the first days, the weeks, and even months. It doesn't feel like you're going anywhere. It's a hallmark of any compounding process. The most powerful outcomes are delayed. This is one of the core reasons why it is so hard to build habits that last. People make a few small changes, fail to see a tangible result, and decide to stop. You think, I've been running every day for a month, so why can't I see a change in my body? Once this kind of thinking takes over, it's easy to let good habits fall by the wayside. But in order to make a meaningful difference, habits need to persist long enough to break through this plateau of what I call the plateau of latent potential, excuse me, latent potential. If you find yourself struggling to build a good habit or break a bad one, it's not because you've lost your ability to improve. It is often because you have not yet crossed the plateau of latent potential. Complaining about not achieving success despite working hard is like complaining about an ice cube not melting when you heat it from 25 to 31 degrees. Your work was not wasted. It's just being stored. All the action happens at 32 degrees. When you finally break through the plateau of latent potential, people will call it an overnight success. 
the outside world sees the most dramatic event rather than all that precede it. But you know that it's the work you did long ago when it seemed that you weren't making any progress that makes the jump today possible. Wow, that is probably my favorite page or two out of any book in the personal development or self-improvement space. What a crystal clear picture of not just how do we obtain success, but the reason why so often we fail and we give up on our dreams, our hopes, our ambitions, whatever it may be. So we should start looking at ourselves like that ice cube. You're working so hard and nothing is seen from 25 degrees till 31 degrees. We're stuck in this temperature range right there. So what can we do? We continue to take action and be consistent, but we need to do this over a long period of time to get from that 31 degrees to that breakthrough moment of 32 degrees. Now, this can be fitness, business, life, whatever it is. Now, I want to leave all of you with a question that I think it's good to ask ourselves from time to time, something we need to be brutally honest with ourselves that I feel like if answered, it will help us move forward toward our goals, toward what we want to be successful in, and whatever it may be that you're looking to accomplish. So when we look at our big goals, our dreams, our hopes, our ambitions, are we truly not only just putting in the effort, but if we committed to it, and we committed to it long-term? Think about that for a few minutes there. Have you committed to this process and committed to it over the long term? All right, everyone. It has been great connecting with you again and getting to do a solo episode on a Monday for all of you. It's uh, It's been awesome getting to do so. I know it's a little bit different. Uh, but before um, we go into the outro here, I wanted to bring up the midweek mind pump newsletter that I started doing recently. And I'd love for you to subscribe if you are interested in it. So the reason I started doing a newsletter in this way, I noticed most newsletters, a lot of them are great, don't get me wrong, but are really long. Some of the newsletters that I have been signed up for myself, they're pages and pages and pages long. So it's not a bad thing, but I feel for the most part, not all of us want to read 20 different newsletters that are going to take, you know, 15, 20 minutes to read. So I decided I want to create something that was a little bit shorter, that was a little bit more to the point and had to do with personal development. So I came up with midweek mind pumps. So what that is, you subscribe. And every Wednesday morning, I send it directly to your inbox. It's going to be a thought-provoking topic or question. So all it's supposed to do is supposed to get you to think a bit deeper on the topic so you can contemplate if you are not measuring up in the areas that you want to. And some of these topics that I bring up, maybe you've thought about it a ton, maybe you haven't, but it forces you to think about possible flaws, possible weaknesses, and where you can improve upon. So subscribe to Midweek Mind Pump. I'm going to put a link for it in the show description. 
All right, everyone. And if you found today to be interesting, if you found it to made you think a little bit more, if you enjoyed it, please leave a five-star review. It's going to take just a couple moments to do so. It's going to help the show grow tremendously. So be greatly appreciated. Also, if you haven't subscribed to the show. All right, everyone. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your Monday. Love all you guys. And until next time, stay mission-driven.